in the books, you describe uh, little foibles of Bond, things he likes or dislikes, usually things he dislikes. Um, things like tea yeah. and Windsor Knots. Mm. Are these your dislikes? Yes, they are. Yeah. Are you given to many and strong dislikes? I think so. They're sort of foibles, you know, but um, tea I regard as practically the downfall of the British Empire and, and uh, tie with the Windsor Knot I find much too tidy. I think that you know, it shows that the man's rather vain, I think, if he uses the Windsor knot to his tie. So I put these in, they're, they're sort of, uh, they build up the, perhaps the character of James Bond to a certain extent, and I'm rather amused, of course, to put forward my own little quirks in prose. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex. The pod- we're back. We're back. We're back, baby. It's uh, like we never st- left. Still doing Fleming, still doing film, films, and still checking out everything in between. <laughs> I'm Edgar. I'm Matt. And basically, this is part two of our Fleming debriefing. Where, where did we li- le- left off? I mean, we were talking breaking list. Uh, it was so long ago, I don't remember where we left off. <laughs> the magic of podcasting. Let's... Keep rolling. Roll the tape. Here we go. My number one is actually Vivienne Michel. And I think they're very interesting. They're, they're very close together. I could have flipped on uh, flipped the But Vivienne Michel is like that is your Bond girl. Yeah, no, she, she she has no idea what's going on, what the WTF, but I'm going to have to make do with the cards that I've been dealt. Exactly. I found her fascinating. I I wished she at the end she killed one of the villains. That's that's the impro- the only improvement, well, not the only one of the improvements that would probably make the book stronger if she actually killed mm. one of the the the, 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 the villains herself. Mm. Yeah. Especially it, it, the one that really wanted to rape her. I yes. Don't know which one that was? It was a shorter one, right? The bald one. Uh, is it Slugsy or Horror? I think I don't. I felt like it was Slugsy. Felt like I it was Slugsy. think it was, but not very certain. But horror always sort of like stood apart a little. Yeah. They're both so creepy, anyway. So. Yeah. So that's uh that's our my top uh, ten and your top three for the girls. Uh, do you want to do the next category? Uh, I'm I'm sure we still have a few categories where where we're talking about the same thing. Well, what's your next category? Uh, I have locations. Mr. Fleming, in your books, there's a great amount of detail. Is this detail based on personal experience? Uh, do you make it up? As for the backgrounds, I try and um, I can't really write about anywhere that I haven't seen myself. And um, being basically a reporter by trade. I have got a, a good, strong visual sense for background and, and interesting detail and so on, which I try to bring into my books just in order to um, uh, make them seem more valid and truthful. Uh, I have a top three locations. I have a top nine. <laughs> but honestly, I can go th- quickly through the yeah, top I nine. Yeah, I think at this point, any category you have more than me, you know... Your your top whatever to four, I think we'll maybe just okay. <laughs> yeah, make make sense, sure. And otherwise, this uh, is gonna be like a six part. Unless you you got good points to 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 make. Yeah. So, uh, location number nine, New York, the Big Apple, as featured in 
Number seven in New York and Live and Let Die. Okay, right. I was waiting for the second part there. Yeah, I know. I was kind of joking <laughs> with you. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Number eight, the Bahamas. Great place for relaxing and terrorizing. Oh, nuclear attacks. Yeah. Number seven, Blofeld's Castle of Death. Yeah, that's, uh, you know what? I'm looking at my top three. It's not in there. Maybe it should have been. <laughs> well, it's a good one. Uh, Casino Royale, Bond's Playground. Yeah. I like the history of Casino Royale. I like the history of Casino Royale. Yeah, but that's, that's yeah. more or less. And I, I love the background, but I love that it's mentioned in Our Majesty's Circuit I Service. Think, I think I, had I ranked it, I, would have, I think I would have said Royale Les Eaux, which would have included Casino Royale, I think. Because I like the drive he does on the beach and all that. So, anyways. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, now, I forgot the name of the motel in The Spy Who Loved Me, but I don't remember. The lo that location, it's so well described, I can I could probably draw a map. The Eddie Rombacks, basically. No, no, no. I'm thinking the layouts of the, cabin, oh, okay, the, right. the, the cabins and where the car crashes. And right, 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 right. So that's... The, it, I, I felt like Bond... Actually, I can smell the pine trees mm. when Bates I read that motel. book. Yeah. Um, now we're at the number four, uh, Specterville in Diamonds Are Forever. I kind of yeah, that's one of the highlights of that book. It it it, it <laughs> has the Fleming touch. It's something weird. It's really weird. Running, you get there, the guy dresses up as a cowboy, mm. and there's like an old locomotive. It's mm. like weird. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, what I'd say, I can't remember what I think we were talking about. Doctor No, and I was saying, you know. When Fleming goes for all-out weird, he does tend to pull it off. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Castle of Death is another example. But yeah, what the it's heck is that? weird. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a comic right. book for adults. That's what we yeah. mean. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Number three for you is uh, the Istanbul. Oh, that's um, a good pick. I I didn't think of it, but now that you mention it, that's a good pick. The, just the flavor. You really get a flavor, certainly at the oh, time. You make me ashamed that I didn't put it in my list. <laughs> it's all right, man. Uh, but I, I I love the fact that it's. It's sort of exotic, although it still feels a little bit European, and Bond's realization that this is a surprisingly rough town. I, I love that, and the alleyways they go through, and just the people they meet there, and Karen Bay himself. It's really, really cool. I, I, I felt like I was truly in Istanbul and discovering that city as I read that. I'm, I'm really ashamed I didn't put it, because what you just said is 100% true. Oh, it's uh, the history like I learned so much while reading the book and researching it and I'll just mention it I'm embarrassed that I didn't put it oh, in the, the the caverns and the stuff under the buildings they talk about that yeah you're, you're sort of getting a little history lesson yeah you are you know what uh, I'm gonna put this as my new number three sure do whatever <laughs> the heck my you want, new man. number four now is Crab Key it's it's an awesome uh, awesome location. Uh, it's where the action happens, man. It's where the action happens. That's your three. That's your yeah. Rest. Yeah, it's, well, that was my yeah. It's my three. But I, you, what what I enjoyed because I researched it a little bit. But it's a description of a little crabs and like I look at what Fleming used as a reference, and it just and the guano extraction plant and the dragon. Everything is just like it's so. It it. it I kind of, it's the probably the book that I've managed to imagine something that looks different from mm. the movie. Weirdly enough, I was yeah. like, I was able to picture something I was not picturing 
Sean Connery and Ursula Andress in the mud. I was actually picturing using reference that I looked at uh, Fleming. I, I pictured what probably what Fle- I imagine what Fleming had in his mind. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, Jamaica. I mean, every time they go to Jamaica, it's it's. I mean, crap, keep being a, a part of. Uh, Jamaica, but any time they go there in the books, it's uh, you can tell Fleming's just having like the freaking time of his life writing about it. And that's why they go there three times in the oh, this series. It's like, and um, number two for you, uh, my number two is uh, is Japan and how it's described and the places they go. You know, I, I went more geographic. I noticed you're going more. I, I didn't even think of that when I thought, okay, or you did like, oh, Casino Royale. Oh, you know, Blofeld's Castle, which I think is a nice little twist on the idea of locations. I thought more with well, the, the geography. So f- for me, it's more like the all-encompassing place where James Bond went to. I, I might have done both, actually. But, you know, Japan and the philosophy of the people there and the way James Bond needs to sort of readapt himself and the fishing village. It felt, again, it's it's just like a cooler Istanbul in the far I, I just felt like I was... A, a late 50s, early 60s, very shortly post-World War II version of Japan, mind you, not 2019 Japan, but I felt like I was there, and I felt like I wanted to be there, and, and to be there with, I would have been like the third wheel, like, I'll just do what you two do, Tiger and Bond. Mm-hmm. Let's and go to like the brothel, on. that the oldest brothel in Japan. But a, res- but a respectable a respectable. where you do haikus before you <laughs> fornicate, you know, like, I, I, it was just really, just completely, completely fascinating. And I've always had a, an interest in Japan. Uh, it's a place I'd very much like to visit, and of course, we will never see the, the Japan of You Only Live Twice, but it was really awesome to read. And but you, you you know what? You make a good point about the travel-logginess of the novels. Uh, Istanbul is a good like a, a good description. I feel like the way Istanbul is described in the novels and the way Japan is described, it feels more organic in uh, From Russia With Love than it does. Yeah, we're, we're really visiting it. Like really when you're reading it. Unit Wives, it feels like a travel book. Yeah. So that's why. Like, like you're doing sneaky bond stuff at the same time. <laughs> it's like it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, my number two is actually uh, England. For well, you got Moonraker, uh, you got Regent's Park, uh, you got the the Office, uh, you got uh, Money Penny. Uh, what else do you have? Uh, you have the assassination attempt. I mean, a lot happens in, in the movie. A lot of happens, but I'm mostly thinking about Moonraker because Moonraker, you travel. They get, it takes place entirely well, outside of London. Oh, you said England, right? England, Okay, yes. I heard, in my head I had London. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, Moonraker alone is, you, you know, that is the reason why England would be number one almost, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's a beautiful country. It's a beautiful country. It's a beautifully described. I mean, there's the uh, cliffs. I don't remember yeah. the name, the white cliffs. Those are awesome. The, Those, and the beach where they go swimming. Yeah. And they, that's a really nice scene. It's, yeah. it's something I'd like. I'd love to see that adapted in one of the movies. Yeah, eventually. it would be. Again, it, that's, that would be different. I mean, we've read the books, so we would sort of get, you know, the, 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 the gag. But, but yeah, that would be certainly for people that are just into the movies. That would be a major curveball—a Bond film where Bond does not leave England and he has to investigate something. That's uh, which would be weird because it's like he's 
foreign intelligence. No, but, but they, they sort of make it happen anyways. And but uh, I meant most. I, I mean more the assassination attempt on them with the cliff falling. Yeah, you could oh, that, set yeah. set that anywhere where there's oh, a yeah. giant cliff. But oh, I yeah. just think it with explosion. Yeah, but you have to film it from Bond's point of view. Yeah, you don't know what it is, and there's a white line. <laughs> <laughs> but there's it's 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 quite uh, it's it's a well described passage in the book. Yeah. Um. So what's your? Did you? Uh, I have not given my number one. I have not given do my. Do you want to? Hey, what else can it be? I I I. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Do you want to see it together? Do you want to see it together? Because I think we have the same one. It starts with uh, the letter J. After the one. Uh, yeah. Three, two. two one, one Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> you you can't on. put it anywhere no. but no, number you one. You can't, and it's different in all three books. It it's not. It doesn't necessarily feel. I feel like the Golden Gun Jamaica is different from the Live and Let Die and the Doctor No Jamaica, but you still feel like you're in that world. You know why? Because they're it, like it's fascinating. Like it, they all take place in different parts of the island. It's fascinating yeah. to look at. Oh, he knew the place by heart, probably. Yeah, no, they, like, oh, Jesus. Oh, the whole, I, I still remember our uh, Live and Let Die review where you took, uh, you found images of what would sort of be the Ile de Surprise. I know. It's right there. It's right that, there. That's what it is. That's, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's fantastic. Uh, it's awesome. It's really, really. And the, the, the people, they go there from the well, what's your locals name? to the... Tiffy in the Men with oh, the Golden yeah, Gun. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And Quarrel. Quarrel. One of the best allies ever. Ever. Uh, such a cool character. Uh, it's, 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 it's a real downer when he dies in Doctor Yes. Man. It's a real downer. Uh, the Honey Rider. One of the best writers comes from there. Her little uh, house. Her house, the story about her house and the bugs that show up, but she doesn't mind because she's just like, that's eh, all right. I know you guys are like just finding shelter. That's a lot of fun. Uh, the villains, I mean, it's Mr. Big, Dr. No, Scaramanga. No, it's like uh, So much happens in Jamaica. And the, just the, um, the, the, just knowing that Fleming lived there, the touch, did, like the mystique of of the movies like you it's enchanting to read during the daytime during the nighttime on the surface underwater it's like we've seen everything the underwater sequence and live and let die how how has that not been adapted yet it's such a great like i it would be weird mind you because it's he's basically assaulted by fishes but it's such it's 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 still a great moment mm. in the book. Oh, it's fantastic, absolutely. Fantastic. Have you seen the Anthony? Uh, what's the name? Jorbin, Dorbin, Verdin, uh, oh, the guy who uh, committed suicide about a year ago. Anthony Borden, Borden. Oh, okay. He did like it's on Netflix. He did a a series uh, where he travels across the world, and I think I think it's season four. Uh, he goes to uh, Jamaica and he sleeps. Oh, I didn't see that. You know, you have to watch it. He sleeps in the estate, and it's it's fascinating to look at uh, Jamaica in the 21st century. And he goes, to, he meets with uh, Chris Blackwell, and he meets with a few entrepreneurs that want to launch an, uh, a hotel. And the hotel that they they're trying to launch, honestly, it, it's it's sort of meta. It kind of looks like uh, the uh, Scaramanga Hotel, the Thunderbird. I'm like, is is this a joke? It looks like the ton like. The Golden Gun Hotel. Yeah, it's weird, nice. but it's it, it's such a fascinating. You have to you, you you definitely when tell me when you do end up watching it. It's fast, Absolutely. fantastic to look at. 
I'm busy watching a series of documentaries about soccer hooligans right now. <laughs> yeah. When when you're done with that, watch just watch that episode. I don't know. I I didn't watch an, the entire series, but I just watched that one. My sister recommended it to me. So nice. Well, great first choice. By the way, Matthew, wonderful number one pick. <laughs> uh, do you want to go with uh, allies? I do have a top three, but like I mentioned earlier, it's like it's like the honorary Felix Slater okay, category. Okay, I'm gonna. Do I have a top six? I'll agree with you. I put Felix number one, so it's now a top five. So I'll start with my sixth one, and I kind of like I I stretch to get that six. To be honest, and my sixth one I kind of enjoyed it, but he's a, a, in a short story. I put Sand, Sander Saunders. Oh, really? Okay. Really, he left that bigger. I I think the movie Saunders. I think the, the movie but... Saunders might have influenced, but he makes me. He made me laugh when after the. Uh, Bond sort of shoots the gun out, out of uh, Trigger's hands. He's sort of jumping around and yeah, like Bond yeah, has yeah, to yeah. take cover, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, that kind of amused me. So that's why I put it at number five. Cool. And number uh, four, I guess now is uh, uh, René Matisse. Yeah. No, that's that's a really cool. It's funny. It's unfortunate because he has a great great personality. He's very uh, there's a joie de vivre. Sort of. He's like oh, he he is the French Felix Slater kind of. <laughs> Um, but you don't see him very much in the latter books. He's unfortunately they don't use him enough. And I I I, I wish they. I, I'm pretty sure if Fleming kept on writing them left longer, he would have used that character more often. But he, for the amount of books you see him on, he's, he leaves an impact. Yeah, leaves him. He's a lot of fun. I do like him. Um, do you want to do? Give me your number three. Uh, my number three is uh, is Draco. Uh, Bond's father-in-law. Oh, jeez, I forgot about him. <laughs> oh, there's so many of these characters. But I, I felt he was, uh, you know, again, Majesty's the film is a wonderful adaptation of Majesty's the book, so it really wasn't difficult imagining, you know, Gabriele Ferzetti in the book as I was reading it, even though maybe their physicality is, like, not quite the same. Um, but again, sort of that that sharp wit, he has that ingenuity he has as 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 really are la loi he's not mm. a, he's not the good guy but i love i love those bond allies that are not good guys but because of the circumstances well they'll they'll be good guys just this one time <laughs> to help bond you know so no i i and um yeah he's i would love to have him as a father-in-law it would be scary though <laughs> if i'm in his good book yeah you don't want to be in his, in his bad book nope, probably not um, I'm gonna shock you. I put number three, Quarrel. Yeah, you know, I, he's not in my top three, but you know, he 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 definitely came to mind. Uh, maybe he maybe he should be in my top three just because I like him so much. Uh, but it's a fantastic choice. Uh, the way he talks is, but you know, that's one of those Flemingisms where he'll. The way he'll write dialogue, I sort of replicate how the the speech patterns of the wherever you know location they're at. I love his entire interaction with the with the photographer. Yeah, she just she's she's not that mm. memorable a character. Uh, I might have put her in one of my lists, but she did uh, she had, or his interaction with her just the lewdness he he, sh yeah. he, sh he showcases in that scene. He's really excited. By yeah. That. <laughs> He, he amused me. I mean, I'm like, oh, when you when he's gone, you feel it. Yeah. You're like, no, it's sad. It's, it's upsetting. Sad yeah. um, do you want to oh, go? Oh, right. 
picks. I'm so used to just you giving your list. I'm sorry. That's right. I have a top three. Uh, my number two is uh, Tiger Tanaka. Um, long distance fuzz, yay, fist bump. Long Pew. distance fist bump. Uh, just such a, a, a memorable character, such a wonderful character, so well-written, so different. Again, everything about You Only Live Twice, the book, just distinguishes it. That, that it's, it's the most travelogue-y. It's one of the more fascinating areas Bond goes to, and the people he meets there, most notably Tiger, uh, are just so interesting. The way he has to approach Tiger, it's little by little. I love... I love this that the start of that book where they're playing rock paper scissors <laughs> and Bond is like, do I win this game? Do I not win this game? I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. And Tiger, who slowly but surely, you know, sort of opens up a little bit and they have fun massaging that cow. I think they massage it with sake. You know, it, they're great moments with Tiger and just his his seriousness. And I love that passage where he's describing the joy. He had as a kamikaze, which, you know, someone whose ancestors were, you know, on the other side of that war, I get so fascinating. I mean, Fle Fleming was on the other side of that war. Fleming's the one writing this book. Yeah. And he's like, Tiger's like, shit, man, I really loved being a kamikaze pilot. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Like, it's just so, I love, I love it when the book's hit you in the face with something that is a little bit controversial. Like, here's an awesome character. Oh, by the way, he wanted to kill all of us 10 years ago. But he's an awesome character. Like, it's great. It's awesome. There's something a little bit crazed about this character. Yeah. Like you said, like, the entire spiel about the, him being, you're just like, you're reading this and you're like, I want to be Kamikaze pilot too. Dude's a little bit wacky. I mean, and the way, and one of the things that I enjoyed about him is like he, when he says about uh, the way he thinks about things, opportunities. Like I, I'm not thinking like a couple months, a couple of days from now. I'm thinking decades, centuries. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. When now, my ancestors will think of us. Exactly. I, I found that fascinating as a as a as for a character to be. To, to think so deeply about the consequences of any of his actions, I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, we don't really get that in 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 the series, other than this book. Uh, uh, I think we might have the the same number one. Do you want to try it again? <laughs> I th this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I I would be surprised if we don't have number one. Um, but do you want to go? Okay, uh, after the one, three, three two. two One, Karen Bay. Jeez Louise. Oh, it's uh, Darko. Dark yeah. <laughs> well, whatever, man. Same person. Oh, man, he's so cool. So cool. Strong. So weird, though. Strong. Muscle-bound. Muscle-bound. Loves his city. Loves his violence. Loves his women. Like, he is, like, earlier when we were doing the locations ranking, I had Istanbul uh, somewhere in there in my top three. And now I have uh, Darko Karen Bay in my top three because I think as much... I, I loved Istanbul in the book, and Karen Bay is basically Istanbul personified. Yeah. I mean, we, we and I'll, I'll, I'll admit that the movie influence, because we Fishing. both said Karen Bay, because the actor, uh, what's his name again? Pedro Armendariz. He did such a fantastic job, man. Like, I'm so glad he finished the movie, because, yeah. I mean, it, like, I try to imagine somebody else in that, 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 in, in that, role tough. in the movie uh, in, in the book mm -hmm. it's tough yeah. it's tough because he's left the mark but it, the book has 
a weird backstory. Oh, like uh, when he captures a woman and sort of uh, chains her up. Chains her up, and he's like, "Nah, she likes it." And she stays on ta- on 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 leave, leave, and she she stays. It's weird. It's weird, but it, I mean, I don't care. The guy has a great personality, yeah. great friend, great friend. I mean, you feel the loss. Like it's something that really translated in a book. Like you feel the loss when he's gone. You and his death is the. F- The way it's described, like that, that hurt. Yes. It looks like it hurt. Isn't he dead? Like, it's like the yeah. eyes are almost bulging out. Like, that's, yeah. It's grotesque. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Um, Wonderful. Wonderful. My, s- uh, bef- like, the last one, the next one I have um, is Henchman. And after that, I have book preferences. So I don't know how many lists you have. I, I don't have a Henchman list. So it's all yours. Buddy. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm I stretched. Uh, number ten, uh, <laughs> I stretched with that one. I I, I tried to get as much uh, in that Professor list. Dent. Uh, Mar- huh? Professor Dent. No, he's in only in the movie. Uh, number ten is Maria Frudenstein from the short story uh, "Property of a Lady." She is the lady in "Property of a, of a Lady." She's not very sure. memorable, but I love the idea of a double agent trying to make some money on the side by mm. selling. Like yeah. I like that notion. I wouldn't. I care either way if they try to adapt that into a movie. But I like the idea. And of course, since she's a double agent, she's described as very, very unattractive. Ugly bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she's a villain. Number nine, I put Trigger. Okay. All right. I. I kind of like like she doesn't say a thing she's just something that bond but i, I you know it's against the movie mm. that's sort of spilling yeah i, I stretch the, the description is vi- the way fleming handles her sort of that idea of you see someone just for a few moments but she leave she or he where whichever way you swing you know they they leave you know a major impact on you i i think the way fleming handles her is really cool like you know is it much of a henchman woman i'm you know it's whatever i can take it or leave it but uh my number eight again i stretch with this one but mm. because of the interaction i uh, with the, another character i previously mentioned i put her on the list it's annabelle chong the the uh, photographer in dr no oh, right 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 that's okay i'm oh, sure yeah yeah we're yeah you are stretching you're I, every time you're naming one, I need like well, maybe not trigger because we just read that one, but yeah, I need like two seconds to like. Right, I'm, like, I'm stretching. I'm stretching, <laughs> and I'm yeah. I kind of like b- because of the interaction with Quarrel. Uh, with Quarrel. I kind of I'm like, eh. in a parallel, I, w- I want to hit her, <laughs> then I'm gonna screw her. In a parallel universe, I'm like I could see them as a couple. Oddly enough. <laughs> Power couple. Yeah, no, but I don't know. Who knows? Uh, number seven. This is I, I stretch, but again, it's I like the name. It's Tihi. He doesn't last no. long. No, no. Unlike in the film where he's done away with pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, he's pretty. He does leave a bit of an impact. Uh, he's the one that falls down the stairs. Yeah, to push down the stairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the 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 Tihi. The laugh. Uh, now number six is one that I it, it kind of amused me. I think we had a different interpretation interpretation of the character, and I think mm. your yours is more accurate than my initial one. Is Hendrix in uh, the Man with the Golden Gun? 
Right. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that review. I, I, you, you know, when I see a Russian... I have well, no idea how you came up with that. It's uh, the... Uh, like, each time I see a Russian, I picture uh, Ivan Drago from the Rocky movies. Oh, that Apparently. would explain a lot, because <laughs> you, you were going on about that character. I'm like, did but I not read the right man with the golden gun? <laughs> still, your interpretation makes him, like, funnier. Like, he's sort of a loser a little bit he, yeah he's he's a he's a, a sweaty nervous anal retentive company man yes man let me do my job uh wet noodle <laughs> ivan drago wet noodle <laughs> yeah you, got, you deflated him but i still enjoy him just because he's he, he, oh that's he, why i like him he's, he's a uh, character he's a time bomb in that that story because yeah. there's Eventually, like he figures out, like he gets information about mm. Bond, and it's it's a question of time before Bond is identified, and that's the element of the book that I enjoyed the the yeah. most. So yeah. I had to put him on the list. Not private enough, but sir, you're in a military compound protected by nuclear missiles. Not private enough. <laughs> and number five, this is one that I know I've, I I think that my fascination with that character kind of amused you. Uh, it's Krebs, the sweaty, mm. bald, mm. mustached, mm. slimy henchman. Of, uh, yeah, of, of Hugo, our friend there. Uh, who's our friend? Hugo Drax. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I actually kind of forgot him a little bit. I mean, Hugo Drax is such a such an impressive character that I actually kind of forgot about Krebs but, a little bit there. Krebs is... He's always there, though. If uh, Hugo Drax is Jabba the Hutt... Krebs is the little puppet that hangs out with Jabba the Hutt. Right, right. Sort of memorable. Sort of memorable. Not the greatest thing. Not the guy with two penises sticking out of his head there? No, no. Okay. The little thing that's... That gets excited because of the the violence that his boss (laughs) causes. He gets gets off on being evil. Mm. He gets turned on. Yeah. And he's just like gross and sort of gropey, slimy disgusting filthy so i enjoyed do do you particularly enjoy it when i do nazi things are you just happy to see me (laughs) um the next ones it's a pair it's wint and kid ah they're great they're great they they might uh you know they're they're awesome they might be they would have fought in my top three uh not again but they would have fought for a spot in my top three yeah definitely definitely Uh, i kind of like them i mean they don't they're they're sort of when you Finish the book, you like you realize, kind of like in the movie, that they're always in the background. But I enjoyed their like they, they train for like situations. Yep. It's it's weird. They're like a like a football team where they're like, oh, uh, they they get they scream code names to each other and they know what their the other guy's gonna mm. is gonna do. It's like a football play that they're doing. It's a weird They're play. like minor Mr. Biggs. Like they're always there somewhere in the background. They always know exactly what's going yeah. on. Because of that they're a threat they're even though mo- we don't see them much. They're the most memorable element of that book from yeah. Diamonds. Yeah. Um the next one I have is uh, one of your favorites I think it's Irma Bunt. Absolutely Irma Bunt <laughs> Love her. Just love her. Uh she's a great wife. Uh, she's a great support, a great supporting role, uh, always by her man's side. Uh, just her, her description of what they do at the clinic. And uh, I had every time she opened her big fat mouth, 
I, I, I think I enjoy it. I, I enjoy more or more because you enjoy her, you enjoy her so much. You're, 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 no, you're it's fantastic. She's she's really well. She's tremendously well written in so far as she's that odd ball, cold hearted Machiavellian bitch like and i love that sort of a character and it's like yeah it's great and she uh, i love when when in the honor majesty secret service when bond is trying to coerce information from her he kind of says oh what's your name and he kind of makes up bullshit about her being possibly like uh, a royal yes, or something yes, yes. and she and gets, like, she lights she, up she lights up good I'm stuff. Like, tell me more <laughs> uh my number two another pair and slugsy and horror they're awesome They're really they're awesome. awesome. I mean, it's surprisingly so. I mean, there's they're in, in a book that had a lot of surprises. That was one of them. That was one know. of them. They're 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 effective. And the description is it Slugsy or that's called Slugsy, right? Slugsy, yeah. And the description of them, like the 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 sickly look and horror. They they both look like monsters. Yeah. And with the when they're trying to like rape uh, vivienne that's just ugh, it's nasty and you're glad they get taken out brutally oh, by yeah, bond absolutely i still remember that moment where bond and and vivian have have slept together and they're resting in the bed and like slugsy who everybody thought was dead like appears and he looks like a just like a freak staring out at the window that's like a scary moment yeah it's that's horrifying <laughs> shivers down my spine and the number one do you, you want to guess my number one is You want it three two two three two one it? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, sure. No, I got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. Three, two, one. Red Grant. Oh, <laughs> fail. I, th I thought I yeah, forgot yeah. about odd job. I That's true. You didn't mention odd job. I forgot you. You, but it's uh, not that memorable. It's true. None of you. Here's my top fourteen. Here's my top six. Here's my top nine. Didn't we read 14 books? Like, what yeah, but some books don't really have henchmen. No, it's true. It's true. But you're you're right. I should have put the odd job in. But the odd job of the book has a great physical description, but he's he doesn't talk. He's just he doesn't talk in the movie. I yeah, but it, it's different because you have a face, you have a personality, you have an actor doing a performance. Here, just your imagination. So he just. You don't like the fact that his hands are like look like. But it's corn. a description early in the book. After that, it's do that, do that, and he's like, mm. yeah, no. But Red Grant is 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 awesome. Though. Oops, I'm making noise. Yeah, Red Red Grant is fantastic, and it's like <laughs> the werewolf and his arrogance and the the physical description of him because he's much bigger than Bond. Like it's a yep. sh he's a shrimp compared to 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 to, to uh, Grant. Red Grant. Yeah. So I mean I'll enjoy that, but yeah, you're right. I should have put a job in. So I'm gonna retcon him and put him uh, on uh, as number four. I'm gonna bring everyone else down. Um, so that's my sucks to be the rest of you. Yep. <laughs> uh, now, do you want to do? Do you have? Do it's you have funny because every time you go, like, oh, I forgot when it's like, oh, I'll put him at nine. Ten. It's like, no, he's my new number three. <laughs> She's my new number four. I'm like, wow, that's some, that changed things dramatically all of a sudden. <laughs> um, sorry. Do you have other lists? Because I think you have more than like, I had more in my uh, list, but you had the. Uh, are you down to the rankings of the books? Yes. Now? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that one's coming up. I'm not. This we've been recording for like over an hour. So I have a favorite plot. Oh, go ahead. Top three. Top. Uh, Favorite plot number three, Majesties. I love the idea of the bacterial warfare That's and the clinic. I thought that was really, really cool. It must have felt so freaking modern. 
back when the book was it's, published, like that's like ultra ultra sophisticated it's stuff. Probably the one plot that feels the most the most plausible somehow and the most terrifying at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that scene later in the. It's such. It's so weird. It it feels like a scene that would kill the pace, but it doesn't. When they're sitting down on Christmas Day. Discussing, like trying to figure out what the plot yeah, when is. When they're like, like they're they're uh, figuring out because yeah. they don't they don't have a. By uh, Jove, I have it. He doesn't explain the plot in the in the book, and the movie has to do so. But in the book, it's them that figure it out, and it's it's kind of cool. I'd, I'd love them to skip the the villain explains this plot, and the heroes at figure it out and sort of talk it out. To, so Bond, Bond twenty five, James Bond and Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. He figures out like, you oh plan yeah, on yeah, yeah, and all that, but not to destroy it. Go on, and then he sort of, you know. But before that, there's a like he exp- Goldfinger still has a scene where he explains his plot in that movie, just not the, the except crime. <laughs> <laughs> love Goldfinger. Love me some Goldfinger. What's your number two? Uh, favorite plot number two is Moonraker. Uh, yes. I love the the, the 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 sleeper cell Nazi. I built this great rocket. I love England. God bless the, the United Kingdom. I love I love my home country so much. I'm a war veteran. I will protect each and every one of you. Not really. That's <laughs> uh, great. And the whole countdown to the launch and everybody is ex- excited, but they have no idea that they're all going to be disintegrated in the next few minutes. It's great. I love it. Love it. Love it's it, love a it. fantastic plot. You're right. Good mm-hmm. choice. And my number one favorite plot is From Russia With Love. Just the idea of the honey trap and Tatiana and Red Grant and, uh, and uh, Irma Bunt, one of my St. Rosa Klebin Bond not showing up for half the book. And I know it's a trap. Well, I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> you know, this one feels like it's might have had happened so because it's so real because it's so simple it's just revenge it's just spycraft yeah. there's no goal to destroy the world or yeah. anything out of and it's cool that the bad guys literally just you know there's one reason why we're doing this it's to kill james bond and that'll break the british spirit yeah it's very simple just kill the guy that keeps effing up our plans <laughs> stop making plans there's this guy that Always foils them. Kill the guy. Kill him. <laughs> Kill Bolt now. Yeah. So that's my favorite plot. This one is inspired by you. Oh. I've got many heroes in my life. I mean, people like Winston Churchill and heaven knows how many other people I've met during the war. And um, I think that, that uh, although they may have feet of clay, uh, we probably all have and all human beings have and uh, there's no point in dwelling entirely on the feet. There are many other parts of the animal to be examined. My favorite villain animal analogy. Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't think of that. Uh, my favorite one is Red Grant as the werewolf. Yes, I choice. love that so much. Such a... So much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, w- I flirted with Mr. Big as a shark. I love that one, though. Uh, you know I love it. when push came to the shove, I think I like Red Grant as a werewolf a little bit more because he got the... Because Mr. Big... Looks like a shark. Red Grant behaves like a werewolf. He actually behaves yeah. like it with the full moon. I said, you know what? That just sends him that one one notch further there. That's that's cool. Uh, what do I got? What do I got? Favorite kill? Favorite kill? So number three, 
Milton Crest poisoned by the Hildebrand rarity. Oh, I love a, that. Love that little little midnight snack. Uh, talk about a month mouthful. Ooh, oh, very good. You're getting better. I I've trained you well. <laughs> um, Mr. Big uh, getting torn to pieces uh, by the sharks. Yeah, just for how gross it is. Just the this the description of the blood and brown yeah. water. And yeah, no, was... awesome, awesome, and and. I, it doesn't look like he's dying just yet because he's still approaching. It's like, my God, you can't kill this man. He really is Baron Samity, but then he just, you know. Sinks. That's cool. And my number one, you got to go weird. You got to go ridiculous. It's got to be odd job getting sucked out of the airplane. I mean, <laughs> that's just, when you read that, it's like, what just happened? <laughs> that's, uh, I love that one. I love that one. Uh, what do we got? We got you. meant pace, right? Huh? The, the description yeah. is called human pit. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I got favorite torture scene. Taking the charge of sadism first, your, your torture scenes are pretty beastly in some of the books. Well, I don't know how many of you read, but um, of course they're nothing to what they really are in real life. And I think the old days of the hero getting a crack over the head with a cricket stump have rather gone out. I mean, we all have become considerably wiser since the last war. And I've tried to bring verisimilitude into these books, and um, it's certainly true that that uh, the critics have occasionally found them uh, pretty strong meat. Number three, the Diamonds Are Forever boot stomp, or like uh, the boot dance. Uh, number two, uh, the Live and Let Die pinky finger break. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mine, number one, Thunderball in, yeah. uh, in Casino Royale. A little tuck, bit of... Uh, tuck. Getting your thunderbolts rocked. Well, the scratcher. No, uh, okay, I got favorite Fleminisms. Favorite, I have four. Oh. I love them so much, I got four. Go ahead. I, w I went hard on this one. Yeah, no, apparently. <laughs> I, I love the insertion of words in other languages. I, that's I a, just freaking love that. I love, <laughs> as someone who's, well, technically I'm, I know more than, well, we both know more than the we're polyglots. Mm-hmm. So that's something like, mm. I love reading a little bit of French when I'm reading. But but the context is always very going to I do look up the words on, on, on Google. But oh, yeah. before I do, I'm like, I think he's talking about that. And so sometimes I'm, I'm right because the context is there. So it, it's a lot of fun. Three. So that was number four. Number three, the underwater uh, swimming and just aquatic life. It's so good. It's oh, so, man. So it's oh. I haven't, I've never went scuba diving, but I've been snorkeled since I went to Cuba years ago. Yeah, I remember ago. you were telling me that. Yeah. And it's one of my, uh, I, my favorite moments in my life. Yeah. I need to go back yeah. in Cuba or Jamaica, wherever, where I can scuba dive or, or snorkel. snorkel yeah. for, uh, Snorkeling is the one where you're at the surface. Yes. Yeah, I've done a little bit of that. And just seeing what the world looks like underneath the, the water surface is just so extraordinary it's absolutely unbelievable and Fleming delivers no, absolutely delivers the way he describes it it's you're there absolutely uh, number two my number two <laughs> maybe this shouldn't be I don't know if this should even be in the top four at all I put the the, the uh, uh, it's a tie between like uh, the, the, the quirks and, and, and the way it's suggested that characters are gay can't whistle, gay, foreign, gay, not married, gay, loves twirling his pistol, gay. <laughs> I, you know what? I, it, it's sort of the backwards, the backwardness of the books that today. Sucks his, sucks his thumb, gay. <laughs> it is amusing today because, wow, you, you really had this. Even some of the racist 
undertones of the book are like are so ridiculous to do that they're they're kind of cute yeah kind of like a kid's yeah. gonna draw a picture and say think that it's the greatest thing ever and you're like you know it's just like poop on a on a mm. piece of paper yeah it's not that great no it's it's i mean these things are absolutely ludicrous it makes absolutely no sense and you're reading like ah this guy man I, everyone was gay in the 50s and 60s <laughs> like there were yeah, no straight really, people apparently you really had something there i mean it's it's but it's you're you know what is there a character that's gay that's not evil in those books i can think in i can think of one in in but it's trigger mortis so that doesn't really count yeah, it at doesn't this count point. I don't think so. But I mean, it, it, is it because? Oh, right. I mean, I I mentioned pistols and whistling and thumb sucking. What I should have said is he is he a goodie or a baddie? He's a baddie. He gay? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like can't whistle. You're gay. I don't know. I mean, pussy galore is bisexual. Mm. But be, is, it, is it because she swings both ways that she's not? She ends up being one of the good guys. Is mm. there there? There's uh, an expert in... Uh, she got raped. She gay. <laughs> but there's an expert in... Uh, um, I think it's property of a lady that Bond suspects is an homosexual. So I'm like... I mean, back in the day, it was still... like Until, I think, 67, uh, homosexuality was still illegal in, in uh, England. Crazy. So, I mean... Love him, loving or hate him. I mean, Fleming was a man of its time and things were... Different mm. back then, mm. and it's just eh. Mm. I but it's amusing. Look, look, I get, it keeps coming back. <laughs> it, Everyone's it, gay in these books. <laughs> evil and gay. Yeah. Are you? Oh, you gotta need both. Are obviously. you gay because you're evil, or are you evil because you're gay? That's wait, the wait. question. Does he speak with an English accent or a non-English? Non? He gay? You know? It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and my number one. Explosions. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. The but descriptions it, of explosions are so awesome in these books. Even violence in general, he finds uh, poesy in, in violence everywhere. Mm. Oh, the deaths are grotesque in these books. They're visceral. Like pink snow in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah. Like, yep. Oh, no, it's fantastic stuff. But, you know, you got uh, the uh, Mr. Big's boat blowing up. You got the cliff blowing up in Moonraker. Oh, that's a good one. Ah, oh, they're so good. There are fewer of them later. He sort of lets go of the explosions after a while. But the torture yeah. scene in Casino Well when he first it gets the first whack of like That's kind of an explosion. Yeah, that's an explosion of pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the uh, well, the way the, the castle blows up in in, in uh in um You Only Live Twice, yeah. you know. This man just I love explosions. <laughs> um, so there you go. Uh, we got to get a move on. Uh, favorite Bond preference or penchant? The best Americans come from Texas. Uh, that's my number three. Uh, love of breakfast is my number two. And my number one is dislike of tea because I love tea so much. I find it fascinating that Bond dislikes tea so much. So. I like both coffee and tea, yeah, depending no, on awesome. my moon. I think hopefully I don't have any more. What do we got? Uh, well, favorite, yeah, favorite. You know, if the worst comes to worst, we'll break this one in two. Okay, so the last one before we're going to share our rankings: least favorite elements of Fleming. Oh, I got a top three. <laughs> Shocking, controversial. The recording stops now. <laughs> I'm I'm leaving. Uh, number two, uh, this actually sort of follows up on my gay one. 
Uh, it's a little too obvious that if a character isn't English, he's probably the villain. Well, he's a spy. He goes from country yeah. to country. But, yeah, I know what you mean. But, it's you know what? When you think about the movies, it's not true. Sometimes uh, you can be English and evil. Mm. Evil. Mm. Info dumping, number two. Oh, I think that's of something that, yeah. yeah that's, it, sometimes it's well done, but sometimes it's just problematic yeah. and boring. Yeah. And my number one. You know, okay, a little too obvious if he's a villain, info dumping. That's like, you know, whatever. My number one's actually an actual criticism. My least favorite f element from the Fleming books is he doesn't follow through thoroughly on cliffhanger, cliffhanger endings. No, that's true. James Bond died. Nope. Uh, James Bond lost his, lost his wife. So what? Uh, James Bond lost his memory. Doesn't matter. James yeah. Bond's going to kill his boss. Whatever. It's, it's like, uh, really? Yeah, there's... Um, Mm -hmm. like, so I, don't know. I I I yeah yeah you know that's I, but the, the wife one maybe not the wife one because that not, one's, that one sort of permeates a little bit more in you only live the twice one, but the, the two that you mentioned are that are more the most frustrating are uh, the one um, at the conclusion of From Russia with Love to Doctor yeah, No how Doctor No starts he solves the and how Golden Gun starts Gold Golden Gun is so frustrating because the way Golden Gun like I love golden gun indian i kind of liked it but i mean there's too much ideas in yeah. the same book like bond turned into a sleeper agent it should have been one story yeah and yeah. the golden gun thing with uh scaramanga should have been another book it's almost like fleming was by jove i have two extraordinary ideas for books i think my readers are going to love it so it's put a fag in my mouth and there you go i have this one idea where james bond is actually the villain and this other idea where he goes up against the greatest hitman in the world i'm going to start writing right now the first one where james bond is the villain oh good god they don't feel really 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 good i think i would have to write one book with both of these plots <laughs> in the same one. it feels like that's what happened you know, it's like Anyway, although we still like that one, it's but yeah, it, it, there's it's it, there's a dichotomy between those two yes. plots where it's like this is one story, and this is another story, but it's in the same book. Uh, so now we're at the rankings. Yeah. So now we at long last the biggest and most important category: the rankings of or the ranking of, of the, the books. books. All right. Okay. So do you want to start with your? Sure. Uh, my number 14 is uh, the short story collection, uh, Octopussy and the uh, Living Daylights, just because, you know, three out of the four were so freaking boring that even as much as I like the Living Daylights, and I like it a lot, the other three are such tosh that I, yeah, it's my least favorite. They are mis like, except, like, Octopussy is <clears throat> all right. Mm. The Living Daylights is great, but the rest is yeah. other garbage. Bollocks. So I it's I have the same thing as number fourteen. Not too surprised. I'm pretty sure the f I think we're going to be the same for a couple. Yeah, months. I think we're so going to be very close. My number thirteen is diamonds are forever. So <laughs> so do I. Yeah, like go. I hate I, I hate doing this to you, but I think we're mm. yeah. This this one I honestly I hated it so much. I'm like because it's it's early in the run. It's number book number four. four I'm yeah. like, uh oh, are we in trouble? I, I'm, I'm like. <laughs> Did I make a mistake by starting this podcast? Because I'm really not liking this one, and it's early uh, uh, the, in the existence of the show. I'm like, if people hear this, are or, 
what are they gonna think of us as Bond fans? We're well, we we heaped praise on the first three. I know, I know, but it's this book number four, and like it's number thirteen of Mm, fourteen. So no, you can't hit all. They can't be home runs every time. And uh, number twelve, what do you have? I might chuck you. Three. To, uh, can you imagine if we did that for every single no, no. party? No, uh, mine is Man with a Golden Gun. Oh. Yeah. And and we obviously had many good things to say about it. But again, the sort of the dichotomous nature, the fact that Scaramanga's good. I don't love him. Moon Mary Goodnight, good. I don't love her. Like, the book is good. I don't love it. I, I'm going to preface my number 12 with information because... I've ranked them as Bond stories first, and I'm always thinking if I'm a newbie, which one would I recommend as James Bond? I didn't use that philosophy at all. I mean, we're like a year into this thing. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, but if enjoyment, personal enjoyment, I would put it higher. But I'm like, I'm, I'm sort of speaking to people. I don't know if you're a neophyte, if you're listening to this, or you're somebody you know. So I'm like, for general populace, this is my order that i say it's okay. they're, they're probably better because my number 12 and i, I like I, I after number 13 i like all the books oh yeah i mean i i, I like man with and gun but yeah. I, I gotta put it at 12 it's like but uh my number 12 is the spiral of me because it's right. not really about bond it's a great book yeah but it's not really about bond yes. but number 11 uh, mine is goldfinger oh I put it higher than than you did apparently. Uh, I put uh, "You Only Live Twice" in the, as number eleven. Ooh, not, nasty! I, I'm not really a fan of that book because there's mm. too much travelogy. The plot there is, there is. kicks in a couple chapters yeah. before it, it ends. And I think I was just charmed so much by the travelogy. I think it's, you it's my did. it's my Japanese fascination. I think that's what's influencing me. I, I was like, I'm, I was more or less bored yeah. by a lot yeah. of it. But I just, the, I love the ending. But even the ending with Blofeld, and Blofeld's kind of cray-cray in this one, yeah. he, he kind of lost it. Like, and he says it, he kind of lost a step there. Um, that's why it's a little bit lower than mm-hmm. one might have assumed. Fair enough. Uh, number 10. 10. Uh, for your eyes only. That's sure the, the collection. It's a, it's a good, solid collection of short stories. They're, they're all at least okay. And some of them are pretty good. Like uh, Hildebrand Rarities is is great. No, I was looking at yeah the Hildebrand Rarities. No, if you have from a view to a kill is pretty good as well. I like that one a lot as well. So, I love the view to a kill. Yeah. The the of the, the two, well, obviously from the short story collection, this one's strong as the strongest ones. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. Quantum of Solace, you know, I don't love it, but it's an interesting little experience. I love you know? Quantum of Solace. I've, uh, I've really um, gave my opinion on that episode, but I love Quantum of Solace. Uh, my number 10 is actually the man with the golden gun. Like I said, Fair it's ranking. structurally, it's, 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 yeah. it's, an, it's an unfinished product. Yeah. In the I end. mean, honestly, we're ranking 14 books. The two we really just poo-pooed on are our 14 and 13. 12 to 1, it's like, yeah, I like my number 12. It's not 12 because I think it sucks. It's because it's just not good enough as the other ones. You know, yes. like, you know, so we're sort of in that territory now. Number 9? Yeah, I don't know why I cannot keep up with this. So my number 9 is, in fact, The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, mine is For Your Eyes Only. Ah, well, there you go. I mean, it's it's a fine ranking, perfectly fine ranking. Uh, 
again, I, I think spying, you know, it had it, it left a, a good enough impression on me to give it some props. Like I felt like it was such a a, a, a bold move by Fleming that even though it's not like, oh, the most amazing story, it's really well told. I, I wanted it to crack that top ten. It's in the back yeah, in there, but I wanted it to crack the top ten. I I I said my piece about uh, the spy love me. Uh, why I put uh, number nine? I put uh, for your eyes only is, I mean it's a collection of short stories I that, that I enjoyed the most of the two, and uh, Quantum of Solace I really enjoy. I enjoyed the Elderbrand rarity a lot. I mean I did a lot of research for that short story alone. Yeah, you remember you were talking like about Jacques Cousteau. Cousteau. We talk about, didn't we talk about Trump? Uh, Con Conrad Hilton actually. All oh, right. Another right, movie. right, 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 right. Paris Hill. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. that was a good episode. Well, it was that, a two-parter. It was a book that became a two-parter. We hadn't done one. that. Yeah, it was yeah. the only one that had the time that happened. Uh, None we of the did other it books. For are... Maj Majesty's Week. Not the book. Not the book. Not the, not the book. The oh. movie. Yeah. Ah, uh, you're right. Um, number eight. Number eight. Uh, you only live twice. Uh, again, I've already said. I, I think we. I th we're like two hours in. We've said our piece about every single one of these books. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Travelogy doesn't bother me enough for it to avoid the top ten. So, I for number eight, I have Live and Let Die. Interesting. I, Interesting. I, I really enjoyed some of the uh, more violent moments of that book, and I enjoyed the. The New York in the 1950s travel log aspect. Saturday night in Harlem in I, the 1950s. It, but it doesn't exist. That version yeah, of Harlem doesn't exist. That's it's fun. It's kind of fascinating in its own little way. But it's in, uh, is it the most PC uh, book of all time? Obviously not. But mm. it's still interesting. Mm. That's um, awesome. Uh, number seven. Number seven. Yeah. Uh, Casino Royale. Oh, Casino Royale. Seriously, I I was not expecting that. Yeah. Uh, again, Bond is not super well developed in that book. He's interesting. He's interesting. Turns into a bit of a philosopher near the end, or it's sort of like, well, we don't. I know who James Bond is because I know the franchise inside out. But if I'm reading this book, it's sort of like, oh, where's this coming from? Um, and you have an amorphous blob. A little bit blob. left field. You may, you may, that's a good point. You got any more amorphous blob as the leading lady <laughs> who he decides to marry. But Le Chiffre is awesome. The card game is awesome. And I like the meeting between Mathis and Bond at the yeah, start. So yeah, that's, that's a good, that's cool. good point. The Munces, you know, turn it up. <laughs> so, no, it's, you know, it's seven. It's, it's, it's the sweet spot in the middle. It's pretty good, but there are six others I like more. Uh, my number seven is actually Goldfinger. Yeah, uh, it makes sense. I enjoyed the sort of plot that he has. I enjoyed the early parts in Miami. Um, I enjoyed the uh, character, uh, the, the Masters, Master Ton sisters, mm. um, both of them. I'm like I'm I was surprised uh, um, by Tilly because in the movie she doesn't like the movie left a good impression like a. Mm. Uh, important impression is I remember our Goldfinger movie review I remember we asked each other which one you know would we want? and and we came to an agreement you would be okay with Jill and I'd be okay with Tilly mm -hmm. is it, are we still cool with that oh we're still cool okay, with that okay, I enjoyed Jill I, I, I need to get started like I wanted to send a, that uh, gold gold uh, finger poster mm. to Shirley Easton to get it mm. autographed I need to get started on that yeah she won't be here that much longer um, stop saying stuff like that every time we do that we like two the 
No, the only time we haven't done it was uh, the one with Guillaume when we released it. Sean Connery is still with us. But hmm. two two episodes we did, we kind of cursed the person because they passed away. Yeah, you Jason and who died? And it was Gilbert. Right. We, we released the episode for the uh, the Spire Love. Uh, was it the Moonraker? Spire? Moonraker, and he passed away. I think. If not on the same week, the week before, so it was super weird probably for listeners. Uh, he was still alive when we recorded that episode. Um, so Weird voodoo in this podcast. <laughs> so Goldf- yeah, Goldfinger, I mean, uh, I feel like Tilly is actually the real Bond girl of that book. She uh, lasts the longest. Mm-hmm. It just dies in the last two chapters, yeah. if I remember. So it's, um, yeah. That I enjoyed it because of the plot mostly and the villains and the uh, some of the action beats uh, er, er, earlier in the book. Nice. No, uh, I think it was the logic gaps that really made me push it back to eleven. Oh, I, so, uh, yeah. Uh, we're at six. Uh, six. My number six is Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Great book. You know, I you know I've already talked about. Already talked about Tracy, great lady, lady, the bacterial warfare. I thought that was a great idea. I can just imagine what it would be like back in the 60s reading about something like that. It must have been so mind-blowing back then. Bond is awesome. I love the fact that he wishes himself Merry Christmas while taking a swig uh, of, 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 of his, his, his alcohol while, while escaping death. That's like, it's so Bond. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, great book. Number six for me. Uh, my number six is uh, From Russia With Love. Excellent. I love the entire thing on the train. Uh, Istanbul is um, like, I feel like I've been to Istanbul after reading the book. It's uh, in Karim Bay. I mean, Darko Karim. Mm. I'm never going to say Karim, Darko Karim. To me, it's Karim Bay. I'm Mm. sorry. You don't have to apologize. (laughs) Um, We're in the top five, my friend. Yeah, we're top top five five. time. These are are the heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. Solo City winner. Uh, winner. My my number five is Thunderball. So am I. Great book, great location. Great location. Oh my god. Uh, great plot. Didn't make didn't make my top three. But no, like but plot. it's it's uh, it's you know for its time it's such a crazy plot <laughs> for for somebody who thought of that plot in 1959 when the first nuclear bomb used in a uh, major conflict was not even like ten years old. What. The book was released, what, 57, 56 around? Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. And uh, new, the first nuke was launched in, uh, well, 45, so it was more than, the game is barely 10, more than mm. 10 years old, actually, the first nuke. So it's something that's still new for Terrifying. people. Terrifying. It's just, uh, and the notion that, yeah, the, everything that happens with, uh, uh, what's his name? Pitachi, uh, oh the brother, the brother, yeah, the whole uh, sequence where he's like, oh, I'm gonna get, gonna make me some money, <laughs> gonna retire here, gonna find me a woman, and he just gets his throat slit and just that's it. And that's that, it. that speaking of violence, that's a hell of an ending to a chapter. Oh yeah, it, I, I, I enjoyed it. I don't know how you describe your own throat being s- slit and dying. But somehow Fleming described it. Oh, <laughs> that's it's yeah, that's a it's a good sequence. Well, <laughs> it's, it's scary. Uh, so what's your number four? Number four is Doctor No. Ooh, uh, you were close though, but uh, I put Casino Royale as number four because I you made some good points for for its its weaknesses, but I still enjoyed the the 
torture scene is and the dialogue, my dear boy. I, I just it sounds and I've, for grown ups now. And I've yes, yes. I know I've no I've complained about uh, uh Vesper Lynn. Yeah. The blob. Right. But I'd love like the final moments when like he's talking to his boss by the phone. He's like, oh, "The bitch is dead," and just like that's how you close your book. It's yeah. wow. It, it feels, it feels like a gut punch. But you feel it more in the movie. I feel, but it's still a gut punch, and it's still a, it's a short book. It's a tight book. So yeah, it's, it's like a, 150 pages. Exactly. That's so. that's why I'm like I put it so high. It's like it's a it's tight. It's but it's good. Like it's oh, yeah. neatly tight plot. Mm. Number three for you. Number three is Live and Let Die. Oh, you put it way higher than I did. I had a great time with it. I loved the violence. Uh, I think when F- when Fleming goes. R-rated, violent. <laughs> I think I don't think anybody does it as good as he as he does. Um, I I adore Felix Slater. You know, rest it's in true. peace to your leg, uh, to your hand, and your leg. I think, um, Mr. Big, great villain. Uh, Tihi, great henchman. Jamaica, Ile de Surprise, solitaire. You know, not my favorite Bond girl, but a pretty solid Bond girl. Uh, it was getting a little bit better. Then it, you know, it really takes an upswing with with Gala in the next book. But Solitaire's pretty solid, no. solid Bond girl, and just I love this idea of let's let's do an old school plot. They're smuggling gold. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like that. I like that. The pirate, but, but tied into what I, in the day was like modern, like espionage funding operations for the Soviets. So they're doing the end game is something contemporary. But the source is something ancient. Like I, I like that. I think that's really cool. Um, my number three is Doctor No. Great book. I, Great freaking book. I can't say I how much I like the entire uh, parkour torture uh, chase thing, uh, obstacle course. I love when like, I. I think it's before he fights the octopus when he's at the. Like it, it, he's at the last of his like rational strength, mm. and he goes in animal yeah, mode. And he's he goes like, Wolverine. Ah. Yeah, and then he goes like, "There's plenty of reserve left there," and he's, he goes and kills. Yeah, it's him. almost like he turns off. Like he has two switches: Wolverine, human. He turned off human. Well, I'm gonna use this reserve now. Yeah, it's, he's becomes, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. just like it feels like I felt like my my yeah. my testosterone level raised when I was reading that chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a great book. Fantastic, fantastic. And uh, what's your your number two? Top two, my friend. Number oh my two God. is I. Well, I know what your number one is. Yeah, I know. Uh, my number two is from Russia with love. Uh, I know you. I, I knew you. You you'd enjoyed the, the, that book more than I did, but uh, just you, fantastic. Just its structure, its villains, Red the Toad, the whore, Red Grant, Karim, Tanya, where Tanya comes from, the train, Istanbul, the gypsies, the ending. Like it's just it's perfect. It's perfect, and, and it's believable, sort of. It's, it's believable. It. Yeah, no, it's believable. Yeah. You, you you don't have to say sort of. It is be- believable. It's General it's, G. G- General G's behavior is like, wait until they hear this next line. We're gonna do this. Oh, <laughs> it's like, I love it. Love it. Uh, my number two is on a Majesty's Secret Service. Wow. Yeah, you really well. Mine. It's, it's my number six. But yeah, you, I put it higher because I feel like it's the it's the thickest one. 
when you compare the length. It is the thickest one. And I feel like this one is Fleming stretching. Like he doesn't entirely succeed, but he's stretching his uh, creativeness. Like he, he sort of experimented with the spy who loved me. Mm. And I think that sort of helped him create that, that mm. story. And a story where Bond falls in love and it's it's plausible. It's not... Yeah. And I not only that, I mean, there's there's great moments. The, this key chase and this key chase, like mm. as good as it is in the movie, and like the way it's described in the book, and the way I imagine it's 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 better. Yeah, I think yeah, it's probably better in the book. It's probably better like, in the book, like and and in the movie, it's like it's like the granddaddy of the ski chase. There's so many of them in the movie. That one's like the best one. Yeah, the one in the book is probably With, even when better. they are throwing uh, not grenades yeah. but flares. The way it illuminates like the sky and all that stuff. Again, anytime and blow something something blows up, or there's fire, or there's sparks. I don't know why, but Fleming just knows how to write that stuff. And the desperation when when he's at the bottom of the hill and he's trying to, and he just sits down and he's like he, he's almost given up and it's. Tracy shows up and it, like it, it, she she saves him. Mm. So like, it, there's some That's definite, such a beautiful moment. Yeah, such a beautiful moment. She's an angel, but yes, not of is. death. She's an actual angel. And in the end, she she becomes one. Yeah, <laughs> alas. So uh, you want to play the countdown game? Oh again? yeah, yeah. Which right. good. Three, two, one. Moonraker. Moonraker. <laughs> it's just come on. This is Moonraker. Is proper bond. Yeah, no. Proper bond. You, you 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 want to introduce someone to Fleming's Bond? You start with Moonraker. Absolutely. In fact, uh, the 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 guest we're gonna have for our French from Russia, uh, he's lending me some Stefan Zweig uh, books. Freaking amazing writer. And he said, oh, you know, how about you lend me a Fleming? I'm lending a Moonraker. Oh, yeah. Do so, yeah, do so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, yeah. the it's the fine, like best Bond girl. Best Bond girl. Well, I you, didn't put you, her, but you got she's Gala, in the one of you the. You got drugs. You got blades. You got, you got crabs. You got crabs. You got crabs. You got uh, seaside explosions. You got bald-headed, mustachioid, weird-looking scientists. A nuclear sub. You got a nuclear sub. You got a rocket that looks like a giant penis. Uh, you got Nazis. You got Nazis pretending they're English heroes, then revealing they're Nazis, then getting blown up by their giant penis. It's just, it's proper bond. It's proper bond. A lot of uh, phallic imagery. It's fantastic. It's no, it's it's great. It, it is such a good time reading that book, and I can't recommend enough the audio book with Bill Nye. Uh, he's fantastic and he's doing like he should play a bond villain I, i'm, I'm mm. fab, flabbergasted he, he hasn't been asked to play a bond villain yet it's a shame it's a shame he's he, you know he's not a spring chicken anymore either he's not that old he's what probably in his 70s mm, well was you know yeah, he, he, he did one of the underworld movies couple uh, well a decade or so more than a decade now 20 almost 20 years ago yeah you're right he's not that young anymore <laughs> but still he has a great voice mm. All right. Well, you know what? It, it feels like we have a heck of a lot more to talk about. We've yeah. only gone through a few of our categories I'm right now. I'm tired of talking so much with all my lists. You know what? I think we should reconvene next week oh. to continue this episode. <laughs> <laughs> last night, the party last night took a little bit out of us. You know, we're going to need to relax a little bit here. So we're making this a two-parter. Uh, I, ho I hope the listeners don't think we're making this like 
cheapo style like well let's just extend it and let's do it harry potter style and all that no stuff. Like, no it's not you know when the content is there we've always we've always told ourselves we don't want to release like three hour long marathons um i mean what is it the the james bond jr episode we we had trouble to record uh, uh more than what length yeah. that episode is yeah i don't know it was almost a year ago at this point but yeah so we're, we're making this a two-parter we'll continue with the rankings and the discussion of our our, po our fleming debriefing next week uh at the at the moment we'll reiterate that we have people everywhere uh we're on uh, we have the triple www.thejamesbondcomplex.com we have a facebook page search for us at the james bond complex a lot of people are on that facebook page actually uh the twitter account's doing pretty good at the bond complex we have instagram for yep. the artists uh search for the james bond complex uh check us out on youtube you know we're starting to you know move a little bit there on youtube uh, uh subscribe and click the thumbs up just just thumbs down button just it's not even there it's not even there <laughs> Google, uh, Google Play Us, Play Us on Google Store, right? You have to say, Clearly okay, Google. Right, yes, okay, Google. Oh, that's not bad, actually. Somebody probably uh, probably had their phone go cluck, cluck mm. because of you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Google. Uh, okay, Google, send me to the iTunes store. <laughs> so, uh, so, bye. So you can send, uh, so you can uh, search, uh, subscribe, write a review, and give us a glowing, shiny five-star golden gun review on iTunes. Uh, helps with the search numbers somehow. And uh, we're on Twitter individually. I'm at double O pop. That's the word double underscore OH underscore pop. I'm Matt, Matt O'Claire with two T's. Wonderful, wonderful. And just as James Bond always returns, so too with the James Bond Complex with part two of our Ian Fleming debriefing. Merci beaucoup. Toujours un plaisir. À la prochaine. Au revoir. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex. The we're back. We're back. We're back, baby. It's uh, like we never left. Still doing Fleming, still doing film, films, and still checking out everything in between. <laughs> uh, I'm Edgar. I'm Matt. And basically, this is part two of our Fleming debriefing. Where, where did we le le left off? I mean, we were talking, breaking list. Uh, it was so long ago, I don't remember where we left off. <laughs> the magic of podcasting. Let's keep rolling. Roll the tape. Here we go. And yeah, that this is actually it. Now, for, 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 the long, like for, for a while, I we'd have no more Fleming. I think we... Yeah. We this is the end. emptied the bottle like it's mm. there's the magic is out. Yeah. Well, again, like we 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 hinted at this point the debrief the the usual debriefing is a couple weeks old, I guess. Mm -hmm. No, more than that. But uh, in a previous debriefing, at some point in the past, we alluded to maybe some reduxes. Yeah, I I, um, I can't not see us not redo some of the books. Maybe even all the books, but. We do them all again with a guest. Possibly. I mean, it's we'll see. Anything. We'll see. Some books I would like to get a new perspective. And some of the books, I mean, I wouldn't mind rereading. Because in a way, I'll probably eventually reread it. I'm sure of it. You know, it's funny. It's my number seven. It's also the one I've read the most. So what What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that's at least for the time being... And in this case, the time being could be multiple, multiple months. But for now, we're saying 
Goodbye. Good night. Good 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 morning. Well, good morning. Good good evening. Goodbye. Sayonara. À la Au revoir. Prochaine. À la prochaine. Malheureusement pas à bientôt. À la prochaine. We don't know when. Um, we're not going anywhere though. No, uh, we're not. How can we since we have people everywhere <laughs> that expect things from us? Uh, we are on uh, uh, website uh, www.jamesbondcomplex uh, We are also on Twitter Twitter at the Bond Complex. Also, like, we can be on Twitter as well if you want. We could be, but it's uh, my uh, mispronunciation. Uh, uh, we're, uh, we're on Instagram at uh, the Bond Complex. Uh, we are so individually on Twitter. I'm at Matoclair with two T's. I'm at double O. <laughs> and um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a golden five-star review. Um, Please. Also, I mean, we're also on Anchor. Although Anchor has been bought by Spotify, and we don't know what's happening on that side. Yeah, that, those are the guys I always forget to mention. I don't know why. Good on you for doing that. But yeah, we're, it's a bit of a funny situation. Yeah. We, 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 we legitimately, at the time we're recording this, this Sunday afternoon, February, whatever it is, 9th, 10th? Uh, yeah. 10th uh we honestly don't know what that it's means. just a few <laughs> weeks old the news that they've been bought so we don't know um we are also available on google play so you just uh say okay okay <laughs> google and uh, tell google to um like it did on my <laughs> phone uh to listen to the james bond complex good good listen to the james bond complex is she going to do it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so we're not even here now. I we're somewhere else, apparently. I, I think she misunderstood me. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if the mic picked it up. I If it did. <laughs> anyway, well, just as James Bond always returns, so too with the James Bond complex in our Connery yeah. debriefing. That's uh, coming up Connery, next. This, the Connery might be also a two-parter. Uh, for warning, because I mean, we are looking back because we just finished the uh, Fleming Canon, but we also recently finished all the Connery movies. Yeah, just a couple months ago, we yeah. did. You only lived twice in December. Yes, December. Uh, not that long ago. ago. No, not that long ago. Uh, since we finished all of his Bond movies, even the non-Canon one, we're gonna sort of make a discussion about uh, his. Uh, what we time. did now for Connery. Yeah. And we also have another thing planned for, yep. for Connery. Uh, mm -hmm. that you'll have to listen to that episode to find exactly. out. Exactly. Right now, we can only promise that we'll be back in the Connery debriefing. Donc, merci beaucoup. Toujours un plaisir. À la prochaine. Au revoir. Is it possible that one of these days we'll read a James Bond novel in which the hero was killed at the end? I couldn't possibly afford it.